I'm Lonnie Edwards, the founder of The Dog Agency and Pet Insider, and you're listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. This is a show about the latest and greatest across the pet world. Whether you're a pet parent or just a little pet crazy, Pet Insider has you covered. We get it. We're obsessed too. I set aside two or three hours every day to just take pictures and the dogs, just watching them, they sort of create the content. So I'll have an idea in my mind of what I want to take a photo of or what I, what video I want to do. And then the dogs just really, they're unpredictable and they kind of take over. That was Brittany Vega, human to the dog agency client, Harlow and Sage. Brittany will talk about how she got started, tips for creating amazing photo and video content, the work she does to help pups in need, and lots more. Now let's get back to Brittany. So to get started, how did this all start? Just over five years ago, we started, my husband and I were, we were sharing a lot of photos of our dogs just on our own personal Instagram accounts. And I think we were driving friends and family crazy with it. So we decided to start Harlow and Sage. It was an Instagram just for the dogs. And we just started on Instagram. We didn't do anything with Facebook at the time. Um, And we were really just posting photos like weekly. So yeah, that's kind of how it all started. It was just kind of a a place where we could dump a whole bunch of photos that we've been taking just randomly around the house. So, And when did you get Sage? I got Sage when I was 13. And then when did Harlow join the scene? So my husband and I got married. Jeff and I got married. And then about two years after we got married, we got Harlow. She joined the family. We had always wanted a Weimaraner. And so we found Harlow and then she, she joined our family. And that was in I'm trying to think of what year. That was in 2008 that we got Harlow. And did you have a photography background or did you? Oh, no. (laughs) No. Nope. Not at all. I took photography in high school and I loved it. And I learned, you know, how to develop in a dark room. But it wasn't like by the time I started taking pictures of the dogs, I had, I wasn't using that experience or anything. It was just all on my cell phone. When did you switch from the cell phone to the full camera? I think we'd had Instagram like three years when I decided to get an actual camera. (laughs) So, and that was kind of a, a hard thing for me, just trying to learn how to, how to use it and then, you know, take decent pictures. So how did you learn it? Your photos are so incredible and they are so professional. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I learned mostly from like YouTube and then I follow accounts that I love. So I kind of learned mostly just by what they were doing and, and a lot of YouTube videos. I'm just self-taught <laughs> photographer. So It was Harlow and Sage, and then you continue to expand the family. Can you talk about that? So yeah, it was Harlow and Sage until September 2013. So it's been five years since Sage passed away. She was 13 when she died. And we'd only had Instagram for like six months at that point. And about a month before Sage passed away, we'd been featured two weeks in a row on the Instagram account. And so we'd built up just kind of a, a following just right before Sage passed away. So we had, I don't, I don't know the exact amount of followers. It was like maybe 3000 followers on Instagram and then Sage passed away. And then, you know, everything just sort of changed for us and changed for our followers. And then it was a little after Sage passed away that Indiana, our little brown feisty dachshund joined the family. So, and how did you find Indiana? Indiana, we found through a family friend down in Southern Utah. She's, she lived close to where Jeff's grandparents lived. So little rodeo dog. <laughs> and then Reese, when did Reese join the family? Reese joined the family about a year after Indiana. So um, in December, 2014. And then Ezra is our newest guy and we got him. We made it official in April of this year that we adopted him. We were fostering in the beginning. And so having so many dogs, did that just happen or was that planned? Well, we love dogs. Dogs are our our whole life. We never really planned on four. I don't even know that 
we'd ever planned on three. I'd only ever had two at a time growing up and my husband only had one at a time. So it's kind of, it's kind of overwhelming, but we're dog lovers. So it works for us. But yeah, four, four is our limit. And then we're still fostering as well. So what is life like with four dogs? How do you manage all of that? Uh, life with four dogs, it's, it's chaotic, but it's the kind of chaos. It's fun. We love it. They're all kind of on the same schedule now, but building up to this, they've been on different schedules and different activity levels. And there's the size difference of the dogs. So we just have to figure out what's the best schedule for each dog and kind of go from there. But we love it. It's, it's been fun. Interesting, but fun. What was the decision like to keep Ezra? I think we had decided before we had actually decided as silly as that sounds, but we started fostering him. Ezra was found frozen to the pavement in Arizona. And so he was kind of sick when, when we started fostering him and he was so small. And I think we just knew instantly that he was going to be here to stay. He was the one foster that's kind of felt different than, than our other foster dogs. And I've, we had to talk ourselves into, you know, what it would be like to have four. It took us a minute, but I think we knew from the beginning he wasn't going to leave our family. He's pretty special. So when you travel, how does that work? Who watches the dogs? Yeah, my mom watches all of our dogs when we're traveling. And then Reese, she travels with us since we can fly on the airplane with her and she's pocket-sized dog, so we can take her everywhere. <laughs> How did you get into fostering to begin with? We started working with Nuzzles last year through their Share the Love event with Subaru through the dog agency. Nuzzles is like an actual rescue ranch about an hour away from our house. So we were able to go up and tour the facility and meet the staff and meet all the dogs and cats. And for, it's a different experience than any shelter we've ever been to. So we loved it. And then about a month later, I'd been following Nuzzles on Facebook and they posted some puppies that were too young to be adopted and they needed a foster. So we contacted Nuzzles. We were only going to foster one. And then the next day we came home with three little puppies. So what was that like having three little puppies on top of your three dogs? <laughs> it was interesting, but they were able to stay in like a pen. And so that worked for like the first week and then they got a little bit more active and, you know, things just, <laughs> you just took it one day at a time, but it was fun. It was messy, but it was really fun. They're adorable. So, <laughs> was it hard for you to say goodbye to them? Yes, it's really hard. My Jeff and I both get super attached. Luckily, though, with our first three fosters, our family all got attached too. So, two of our family members adopted two of them, and then an another one went to one of our awesome friends. So, <laughs> so they're all still within the family. Yeah, they're all still in the family, and that's been the case for all of our fosters. They've all stayed pretty close to where we are. So, it's been great. Are you going to foster again soon? Yeah, I'm going right after I get off of this with you. I'm going to go pick up our next foster. I'm the photographer at Nuzzles now, so I get to photograph all the adoptable pets. So yesterday I got to go with them. There was a dog hoarding case here in Salt Lake where 126 dogs were rescued from this hoarding situation and Nuzzles was able to, to take in 30 of the dogs. So we're going to go today and, and foster one of the little puppies that was rescued yesterday. So we're looking forward to that. <laughs> Does he have a name? He, she have a name? I'm not sure what her name is. We'll have to find out. Usually Nuzzles names the dogs. So like with Ezra, they named him. So we usually just go with whatever name they've chosen. What kind of dog do you know? They're all chihuahuas. It was 126 chihuahuas from four weeks to I think the oldest was 14. So but Nuzzles is awesome. And you haven't had a chihuahua before? This no, your first this will chihuahua. be our first. The dachshunds are kind of like chihuahuas. They're kind of feisty and little, but yeah, we've never had a chihuahua before. How small do you know? How many pounds? Uh, I, I want to say she's like one pound. She's super oh tiny. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait so. for the photos. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
It'll be cute. <laughs> when you're bringing a new foster into the house or fosters, plural, how do you introduce them to the other pups and make that an easy experience? We go pretty slow. We kind of keep the fosters in their own separate space until, you know, our dogs kind of know what's going on. I think the second the dogs come in, they can kind of smell something's up. So that they stay in their own room and then we introduce them a few days after. And they've been really good. Harlow is kind of our mama dog. She loves puppies and little tiny dogs, obviously with Indian Reese. But yeah, she's just awesome. And they've they've all been really good. So no fighting or anything. They, they, they've adapted really well. Are you done at four? Do you think this chihuahua might become a new? Oh, no. <laughs> I think we're, we are done at four. <laughs> I say that, but no, I think we're done at four. So there's like a handful of the PDA fam with four now. Ella Bean's four, yeah. Mervyn's family's four. <laughs> you know. guys are four. <laughs> We like to say our dachshunds are only like a half of a dog, so they don't really count as a full dog. <laughs> They're so tiny. <laughs> but yeah, I think four personalities is a lot <laughs> in our house. Yeah. So your photos, going back to that, and all of the cuddling and sweetness, how do you create that? The cuddling is something, I don't know if the little dogs are just drawn to Harlow because Sage was the same way. They'll like kind of burrow. And I think what they're doing is they're just trying to get warm and so... They'll cuddle as close as they can to Harlow. And like Reese is always laying on Harlow's head. And so a lot of times that's just how they are. They're always together linked kind of on the couch. And so I'm able to just sneak around and take photos and, you know, do my thing. But yeah, they're just, they're really bonded to each other. So that's kind of how they are. <laughs> and they're really comfortable being photographed. I don't know if it's just we've made it that like a happy time for them to, to have their picture taken. But yeah, they just, they're kind of hams in front of the camera. Was that always the case or did it take some treats and training to get them accustomed to it? Nope. It's always been the case, but the like Indian Reese, they were little when they joined the family. So I think they learned from Harlow that taking pictures is like a positive fun thing and they get treats and tennis balls and people always want to know what's going on behind the camera. And like, usually it's Jeff and I just kind of acting like idiots, <laughs> like dancing around <laughs> and being silly or, or I have a tennis ball in my hand or a treat in my hand, but they're so good now that they don't really need, you don't have to have anything. They'll just pose for the camera. So that's been, it's been fun. Is Ezra the same way now? <laughs> Ezra's very treat motivated. So I always have a treat for Ezra and he'll stare at anything, but yeah, he's getting there. He's, he's pretty good. So you just call his name and he'll look at you and pose for you. So is he a cuddler too? The little dogs cuddle up to him. He doesn't like lay on Harlow really like the little dogs do. Like even right now, Reese is laying on Harlow's head. So, but Ezra, not so much. He's our first boy dog. So he's been, you know, he's got a, a different personality, but he's not as cuddly as the girls. Yeah. And what was that like getting a boy dog for the first time? We think he's easier than the girls. <laughs> like he's so really? mellow. <laughs> he doesn't bark. He's just a good dog. So. He's been a lot of fun. And that's the same with our, all of our boy foster dogs have been really mellow and just easier, I think, than girls. So, And the girls have some serious attitude, whereas <laughs> Ezra doesn't. They're totally, you know, they've got a lot of attitude. That's all on your Harlow and Foster's account. Then the new Foster's will be. Yeah. And it kind of pours over to Harlow and Sage too. We've been in the middle of moving throughout this summer. So trying to balance like different accounts and creating content and our new house is under construction right now it's we're living in it but it's being remodeled so there's like 
no space for me to take photos. So <laughs> I've kind of been taking a lot more pictures outside. And so, yeah, it's just been kind of a challenge for me to, to learn how to take photos in different places than where I'm, I'm used to. Speaking of the different accounts, you have so many. You have your standard Harlan Sage, Harlow and Friends, Harlow and Fosters, and now Harlow and Why so many accounts? I think it just keeps me kind of on my toes and just creating. It just helps me get a little bit more creative. On Harlow and Sage, we have people that are just following for our dogs in which I want to make sure that they're getting their Harlow and Sage pictures and it's not all just foster dogs. So Harlow and Fosters lets me share all the foster dog photos without overwhelming like our Harlow and Sage following. And then Harlow and Friends is where we post adoptable dogs. I just kind of go through Instagram and find dogs that need to be shared that are in rescues or that are in an urgent situation. So that's where we share those. And then the Harlow Day Inn, we just I don't know. We kind of created an account. I'm hoping it'll, once we get settled in our house, I kind of want it to be a little bit more candid than what we post on Harlow and Sage and Harlow and Fosters, just more daily life and not so, not so pretty all the time. So people can kind of start to see that they're real dogs and not everything is like a posed picture or anything. So. And with the Harlow and Friends account, where did the idea for that come from? Yeah, but with Harlow and Friends, that was just a space where I wanted to just use kind of our platform with Harlow and Sage to, you know, just share adoptable dogs and every day. So that's kind of what that is. And do you work directly with shelters? Do they send you photos or do you just comb Instagram to find them? No, mostly I just go through Instagram. We do ask that people email us, you know, urgent dogs. So sometimes they do, but mostly it's just me kind of cruising around on Instagram and finding, you know, urgent dogs and dogs that need help. So you're also, you, you mentioned taking photographs at Nuzzle. Can you talk about that more and the work you're doing there? Yeah, I started back in February after we'd fostered the first group of fosters. They were hiring for a photographer, so I emailed them and started about a week later, and it's just been the best thing. I get to go up a few times a week and take pictures of all the adoptable dogs and cats. It's been my first experience photographing cats, so. <laughs> Will there be a cat in your future? Jeff's allergic to cats. We like cats, but he's allergic, and <laughs> I don't know what our dachshunds would think if we brought a cat home. I don't think that would go over very well. <laughs> They're kind of the bosses around here. And do you guys work from home? I am able to work remotely most of the time. And then Jeff does a few days a week as well. So so how has your life changed because of Harlow and Sage on this account? I mean, it's changed a lot. And it, it also, we've tried to keep things just as normal as possible too. Like we've both stayed working. We get to do things that we didn't normally get to do before, like go to different events. And it's been so fun. It's kind of been this really unique experience that we never expected. And we just feel really grateful for it all. So but yeah, we love being able to to travel and to do different things. And what are your other jobs aside from this? Jeff, he sells medical equipment. And then my family actually owns a flooring business here in Utah. So with my dad, I run that. And I have a lot of flexibility where I can work from home just because it's a family business. So not even remotely related to marketing or photography. Not at all. <laughs> How do you keep coming up with new and creative ideas? I set aside two or three hours every day to just take pictures and the dogs, just watching them, they sort of create the content. So I'll have an idea in my mind of what I want to take a photo of or what I what video I want to do. And then the dogs just really, they're unpredictable and they kind of take over. It's mostly the dogs that, that come up with all the content, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. <laughs> and what about coming up with the creative captions to go along with the content? I don't know where the captions come from. I just try to think of something, you know, kind of witty and I like just a short caption. So uh, that's kind of what I go for with every post, unless we have a message to share or, or something that we want in there. 
They're very witty and cute. (laughs) Thank you. So what tips do you have for people who are looking to create videos and take photos of their pets? Just having fun with it and, you know, knowing what motivates the dog or cat or whatever animal is important. Each one of our dogs is motivated by different things. So we've got tennis balls, squeaky toys, peanut butter, treats, you know, everything you can think of. So yeah, knowing what motivates the dog and then just having fun with it and not taking it too serious. I think people, you know, kind of get caught up in, in taking it super serious, but just have fun. And I think you get better results. And what I think most of the photos that are my favorite pictures are just the more candid in between moments than what I'm actually trying to get in the picture. So I yeah, just have fun with it. What settings do you use to get the photos so crisp? The water, like the photos when they're drinking from the hose, it just is so visually beautiful. What kind of settings do you use? Well, I'm just learning now to shoot manually, which I didn't know how to do before. So I just play around with the shutter speed. And when we're inside, I've started using a flash that I point up at the ceiling. And I got the idea to do that from Kelly Bove, who she takes those beautiful photos of her dogs. And I wondered, you know, what she was doing. So it's really just reaching out to other other accounts. Like when I see someone doing something I like, I immediately direct message them and, you know, and it's been cool too, to start friendships with people that I didn't know before and get advice and get inspiration. So I really look outward when I'm trying to figure out what to do with my photos. Kelly Bove is TDA fam. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. She's she's amazing. I love her. (laughs) It's one of my favorite accounts. So they'll be at PetCon. So you guys, have you met in person yet or just via DM? Nope. So you guys will meet in person. (laughs) <laughs> I was looking at the list of people going to PetCon yesterday, and um, there are a few people we haven't met yet that I'm excited to meet. So, And how do you edit your videos? What do you use? I use iMovie to edit everything. So everything I do on my Mac, Photoshop, and then iMovie is where I edit videos. And did you learn Photoshop from YouTube as well? Yeah. <laughs> everything is on YouTube. <laughs> the best school is YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find some good YouTube videos. I might need a list from you. How long does it take to edit your videos? A video, like a one minute video. It can take a long time. When we were doing our partnership last year with Link AKC, those videos, <laughs> just shooting them alone usually would take two days on the weekend and then editing everything and picking the right music and getting it all to line up perfectly. Yeah, it can take a week if it's like a, a big video and then of course, like other candid videos I just put together on my iPhone. So, And do you guys get recognized often? <laughs> Not in Utah, but when we come to New York, we get recognized everywhere. Or like in San Francisco, we would get recognized a lot. But around town, like in Utah and Salt Lake, no, never. <laughs> Nobody knows what Harlow and Sage is here, <laughs> which is nice. I, I like it. I don't really want... It's fun when people do recognize us, but it would scare me if just strangers were coming up and petting the dogs all the time. It would scare the dogs, I think, too. So, What is it like when you are in New York and you're getting recognized left and right? It's so fun. We always stop and talk to people. We're just super thankful for anyone to be following us. So it's just a, a fun thing for us. We love it. And what's the coolest thing you've gotten to do because of the account? I think just meeting other crazy obsessed dog people. <laughs> we got to visit the Instagram headquarters. We've got to, you know, be on like TV shows and in magazines. And of course, we were able to create two books um, a few years ago. So that's been like a dream come true for us were the books. So it's all just been really fun. And we never expected any of this. So it's just kind of been this big, happy accident that we fell into and, and we love it. What does the future have in store? What do you want to do? We really want to just stay involved with rescues and 
using our platform to help dogs and cats in need. That's really the direction. I think when we started fostering, that's the direction we wanted to go is just bring more awareness to, to homeless animals. So that's where we want to take it this year and probably next year too. So. And how do you decide which brands you want to work with? I was skeptical about working with brands in the beginning, as you know, <laughs> I kind of held back a little bit and I still do from time to time, but I love working with a brand that will let us still have creative control and still let us be ourselves when we're sharing their message. And it was always something I'd, I wasn't too sure about, so, <laughs> but it's been a positive experience. Are there any topics we haven't touched on that you think we should cover? Let's talk about PetCon and how excited we are for PetCon. <laughs> yeah. We're super excited for PetCon. Last year was so fun. We got to meet a lot of really cool dogs and cats and pigs. <laughs> and I heard there's a monkey coming this year. Yeah, Diddy Kong, yeah, all the way from okay. Miami. It'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, we love He's this itty bitty little finger monkey. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Jeff's really excited, my husband. So. It's going to be so big this year. Yeah, we're really excited. It was a lot of fun last year. And Reese is coming, just Reese, right? Yep, Reese is coming. Indiana doesn't fly very well, so she gets to go to grandma's. And then Harlow's too big <laughs> to fly with us yeah. in the cabin, so she stays home, Harlow and Ezra. So, yep, Reese will be there. We'll keep each other company. I can't wait. Seriously, <laughs> I love Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really excited. What advice do you have for someone who's trying to get into this? The best advice I can give for people is just to have fun. We get messages where people are like, how do I get my dog or cat famous? And it's like, if that's your, your goal, I don't, I don't really know because I don't, that's not what, what we were really trying to do. You know, we were just having fun with it and it just sort of evolved kind of naturally in a weird way. Yeah. I just think having fun and making sure your dog or cat is always comfortable and you're not stressing them out by taking photos, but yeah, just having fun with it, <laughs> being candid and think of creative content and creative ideas and definitely reach out to other people and see what they're doing or look at their photos and see how they're making it all work. And how often do you post? Do you have a schedule? Well, I used to post once a day and now we've just had a lot going on this year with fostering and moving and it's kind of some, some days it's like five o'clock at night and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't post anything today. And like, we'll get messages on Facebook, especially where people are like, where are you guys? <laughs> you haven't posted all day today. <laughs> so I try to post once a day, but you know, life happens. So, And with Instagram changes over time and algorithm changes, what have you found is the best ways to kind of keep your engagement up and keep showing up for people? I think video content seems to help a lot. So if you're seeing like your engagement has dropped for some reason. If we post a video like once a week, our number, like our engagement goes up. So I think videos spread faster than pictures and they're just a little bit more engaging for people. So um, definitely post video and then Instagram stories. You don't want to do a picture every day, at least share something in your story or just something to check in with people and let them know you're still there. And what are all the pups' different personalities? Uh, Harlow, our Weimaraner, is just goofy and she's funny and she takes care of everyone and she's so sweet and then indiana our little brown dachshund is our feisty <laughs> just boss everyone she bosses everyone around and then reese is just a total baby she's loves to be held and just lay around and she's kind of lazy and then ezra's just such a boy like he digs holes everywhere and he's crazy and but he's super sweet he loves the girls and he's really gentle with them so they're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> Another content creation question. The video you made from Nordstrom, 
Oh, yeah. was so incredible. How did you get them to break into the presents? Were there thousands of treats inside each box? What was that process like? So the Nordstrom video last year was the dogs opening Christmas presents around our Christmas tree. There were tennis balls in the presents and then, yeah, some, some, some good smelling treats. But they love presents, which I don't know why, but they've always done that. So it, that was just kind of normal for them. <laughs> But we had to shoot it a few different times. So by like the third time, they were like, we're not going to open another empty box. <laughs> so we had to start putting treats and tennis balls in there. But yeah, <laughs> like if we gave Harlow a present right now, she would just tear it to shreds. They love presents. For all of our videos, there's a lot of... Oh, Jeff and I are just always kind of in the background, just trying to figure out what's going to get a reaction or make them do you know, what they need to do for that specific shot. But... They are so fun. They, they're really unpredictable and they really just create <laughs> everything. So it's been fun. Do you have any behind the scenes videos of you guys acting crazy behind the camera? I think Jeff sometimes he'll like record me <laughs> looking like a fool. <laughs> so I think it's his blackmail one day. He's going to probably share it in a story and be like, look how weird the Harlow and Sage mom is. <laughs> That's always like my biggest fear. Like when we're out in the mountains and we're filming like a video like I was talking about the ones we did for Link last year we look like crazy people because we're like come on dogs and we're like I don't know <laughs> we look crazy <laughs> this was so great thank you so much for yeah, your time thank you thank you for setting all this up and we can't wait to see you in November I know I'm excited we're looking forward to it that was Brittany Vega human to the dog agency client Harlow and Sage to keep up with Harlow Indiana Reese and Ezra follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Harlow and Sage also, check out their other Instagram accounts, Harlow and Friends, Harlow and Fosters, and Harlow Day Inn. Want even more access to everything pet? Get your ticket to PetCon. PetCon will take place November 17th and 18th at the Javits Center in New York City. PetCon is two days of meet and greets with your favorite Instagram pets, fun activations, insightful panels, a highly curated selection of awesome and innovative products for your shopping pleasure, and of course, lots of adorable, adoptable pets. Tickets are going fast. Make sure to get yours today at petcon.co. That's P-E-T-C-O-N dot C-O. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please leave us an awesome review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you have any pet-related topics you want us to cover, email us at podcast at petinsider.com. To listen to past episodes, visit petinsider.com slash podcast. I'm Lonnie Edwards, and thank you for listening to the Pet Insider Podcast. Talk soon.